0: So yesterday, Bill, all day long, I had my shirt on inside out, and I didn't know it.
1: Inside out. Yes. Well, you know, that that, that is a you – know kids today still wear them inside out. I, one of the individuals I work with is he wears his pajamas inside out 90% of the time. You'd think it'd be 50-50, but it's not. So
0: <laughs> it's 90%. 90%. You, 90%. You, you've written it down. You've done a graph. I,
1: statistically in my head I've done this probability, and it's 90%. He gets it incorrect, but well, maybe he's onto people, something.
0: All the people I interacted with, and even myself, none of us noticed it. I, noticed. I mean, it might have been because it was a shirt that was underneath the shirt. I mean, you know, it was layered like a sandwich.
1: All right, like a sandwich. Yeah. Bread, I tried to sneak that meat, in because we're going to talk lettuce. about sandwich. Sandwiches to Are you ready? I'm ready.
0: <laughs> hey everybody. Hello
1: everyone out there in Podcast Land.
0: Thank you for joining us again yeah. at Wacky Poem Live.
1: Yeah. We, we we're we're glad to have you with us. Let us know. You know, let us know who you are, where you are.
0: <laughs> Any way you want to do it. <laughs> Any way you want to do it. Comment, give us a review, whatever. Yeah. We'd love it. We're at wackypoemlife.com or anywhere you listen to podcasts, which you know because you're listening right now. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. And, you know, uh, museum, stop by the museum, see Sean. Yeah. She'll if, call me, I'll come in. If you're you can you're see ever, what we look like.
0: If you're ever in Locust Grove, <laughs> Oklahoma, where we are recording yeah. at the Rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry. Rump. Rump. Yeah, Rump. Romp. romp Rump Downtown Locust Grove, with us. Mm-hmm. where the waters of the Crutchfield Relief. Flow by. Oh, my.
1: Or, I didn't know that. That's or all. they dry up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've feast or famine, people. Here we or go. the weeds
0: and debris clog them. Weeds in. and debris. Then we get flooded.
1: Okay. Well, we yeah. don't want that.
0: Here we are. Here we
1: are. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: we take a, a something that a person has left in the museum, a piece of writing on a card or a block of wood or whatever it might be on, on the actual wall. And we talk about it in 30 minutes. And I'm Sean Perkins. I'm the director of the Royal Oklahoma Museum of Poetry.
1: And I'm Bill Guthrie, the co-host, who is honored to join Sean on a weekly basis. Well, and I'm going to answer the questions osmotically to... sent to, to me through the air from our public. You're answering to them how?
0: What would you say?
1: Um, uh, and, uh, how am I saying? Like telepathically. Oh,
0: okay. Uh, I, I, just, empath- I didn't hear the word em- Empathically.
1: Oh. Sort of like Counselor Deanna Troy. Oh, cool. Yeah.
0: All right. I didn't know. Not many people know I
1: have this ability, so I'm going to keep it quiet. I didn't know. I was with an empath. Empath. Okay, y'all don't tell anybody. (laughs) It's a secret. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my.
0: Today's poem that we chose is written on a small piece of paper. It looks like just, I don't know, a piece of from a blank pad, you know, blank paper. From Maybe a from a pad. deli.
1: Maybe from a deli market. Well, yeah, you know, perhaps it, it's
0: small. It was probably like a three by four, four by five piece of paper. And if you all want to see the poems that we talk about, you can see pictures of them on WackyPoemLife.com.
1: And that does kind of bring them to life. It's like, okay, oh, I see what she was talking about. Right. Yeah. it's right. You can kind of see that they're, whether they were writing hurriedly or excitedly. You mm-hmm. can almost sense what their thought. Might be when they wrote this. There's some excitement in this one because oh, there's some
0: exclamation. Points. I
1: noticed that.
0: <laughs> Do you want to read it? Bill?
1: I can be happy to read it. A sandwich. A worker comes to, into work with a lunchbox. I am wondering if it is pasta or a sandwich, or both—a pasta sandwich. <laughs> and you know, great I, reading.
0: Thank you. Well, and
1: I, if, if I could also, uh, the last word was. Or both a pasta sandwich. So I think uh, there was a combination of pasta sandwich all in one meal.
0: Yes, it looks like one word there.
1: Pasta sandwich. Yes. That should be on some menu somewhere.
0: It is. Did you know that? Oh,
1: I I, I would imagine it would be after, especially after this. Someone came up with this. (laughs) Because, you know, they make uh, sandwiches out of any sort of uh, breads uh, or anything to contain uh, uh, meats cheeses, lettuces, and anything is going to be a selling point. They're going to try anything. So why not pasta?
0: I know. Well, I didn't really know it existed. And then, of course, I Googled pasta sandwich, and there's all kinds of them out there. I'll be darned. It just seems like we that's, missed the boat again on this marketing. That's a heck of a lot of carbs. Don't I, you think?
1: know, and and yeah, and carbs is something I'm having to watch, unfortunately. Which you know, I mean, it would taste, cruel world. It would taste delicious. It would taste delicious. Macaroni you know?
0: and cheese in between two slices oh. of bread that you grilled, and
1: I remember <laughs> SNL and the egg, the egghead family, the domehead family, conehead, conehead. <laughs> you know, there we go. You know, it's, it's coming. to – And they were talking about, you know, what are two. What are two uh, leaving uh, forms of uh, dough between two blah blah blah, and it was a sandwich. It, they run. They run some game show, and Jane Curtin was trying to do this description, and it was. It came to mind. I'll, I'll have it next time, people.
0: <laughs> they can look it up. They it You up. know what? That's that's really. There hasn't been a lot of talk about what is a sandwich.
1: Well, and how did sandwich get its name? Sandwich, because it. You know, you think it would be like. Food and bread.
0: Would you really like to know, Bill?
1: And I had a feeling that you might have looked your sandwich <laughs> up on something told me you might have looked this up. We haven't rehearsed this by the way. I just knew it osmotically. Telepathically.
0: Osmotically. <laughs> How do you spell
1: that? Oh O-S-M-O-T-I-C-A-L-L-Y, okay. osmotically. Okay. Spelling B. Fifth grade. I won with the word dandelion. You won. I won with you the get word dandelion. The award. dandelion. I'll bring you a trophy. I remember my Dandelion. Dandelion. Really? Dandelion. Cool. Actually it was it was like Fourth grade. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. And the Earl of Sandwich. The Earl of The 4th four, Earl of Sandwich four, of England. That's so the, where the name comes from. And
1: sandwich. does it spell like sandwich like we yes. spell it? Yes. Okay.
0: Because in this poem it's not spelled like that, is it?
1: It's not. It's it's spelled with an M, isn't it?
0: It's spelled witch like a, a scary witch, wicked witch. W-I-T-C-H.
1: Ooh. I did not notice that. Yes. Sandwich. So, yeah. So it took, they put in the T, didn't they? Yes. You know wouldn't a sandwich be a cool Halloween costume? <laughs> Do you have this like a um, um, which made out of like, you know, grains of sand and her her her, her hat would be like this uh, sand tornado thing. I think I'm onto something.
0: I don't think you are. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, we'll okay. quell that. We'll okay. quell, quench well, that.
0: Supposedly the the Earl of Sandwich, this guy, he he was always into whatever he was doing, and I heard a couple of theories about this. One of them was that he was a big gambler, so he didn't like to stop the game to eat. But you know they'd be going on for so long, and he'd get really hungry, and so he devised this way of putting, you know, his roast beef or whatever it is between a couple of slices of bread, and. Eating a sandwich. So
1: they named this food after him. Yes. Yes. So food, and that was sandwich. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Now there were (laughs) other theories that said that he was a really hard worker. Um, (laughs) This is kind of a neat quote from from an article that was in the Smithsonian that said he was a. Um, A key strategist in bringing the 13 colonies to heel, Sandwich was a tall, rather clumsy man in his 60s known as a libertine, a passionate fan of the sport of cricket, and a great patron of music.
1: Well, a well rounded guy. Yeah. Like sandwiches and cricket and music.
0: Yeah, and they said he was just hardworking, a ruthless politician, and that he didn't want to leave the office. And so he was working really hard in the office, and that's where the sandwich came to Regardless, well, you know, it's named after him.
1: Why well, leave the office? Bring the food to you. That's right. You know, and then and, and the rest is history, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. How many of us have food in our drawers? D R E W E R. Should I spell that correctly? No. Listen, Are there different I, I'm not, ways to spell drawers? Well, there's not, actually. But I, I meant it in the most platonic way. Let's say that. Okay, You know, how you say things and you get this look of terror on your face like, I'm, I am I meant Pl- it appropriately.
0: Platonic use of drawers.
1: Platonic use of drawers. There's a poem there.
0: I know. I was messing – somebody – some guy messaged me uh, last night and asked me what I was doing. And I said, I just you – know, you know, lying here listening to the acorns hit the roof. And I thought after I sent that, he probably thought that was a metaphor for something. Well... But it wasn't. I was literally.
1: <laughs> well, and I'm just wondering. You know, who, I hope this was. a, a, a I was literally
0: a, listening to acorns hit the metal roof of my. Which can be home. melodic.
1: Which could be melodic. Yes. And I just, you know, I hope that didn't scare him off, and hope he didn't think the roof was your head.
0: Well, you know, I, you know, I just got a like laugh emoji after that. And okay. Nothing else. So maybe okay. Okay. Did
1: think it was a metal He's metal. like, okay. I'm gonna let her. I'm gonna leave her and her acorns alone right now. <laughs> I see. I, I see totally what you're saying because when I, I texted Sean yesterday, uh, folks, because I was uh, had a strong cup of coffee in between two long shifts at work, and I was sitting on my back deck, and I was noticing. Looked up and I noticed the um, leaves. Uh, I shouldn't have said the word leaves. I wanted to get leave it up to you guys. I noticed these things falling from the ground, you know, and they would detach and they would spin and spiral and. Uh, it was very cool watching as I thought here is this life cycle of this living thing and it's I'm I'm watching its final descent to earth before it we never see it again. And it has survived storms and winds and rain, and maybe a little tornado or something, or a squirrel or two. And here I'm watching its final descent. And I th- you know, I thought I'm such a nut. <laughs> you know, to me this is kind of poetic and kind of cool. And uh, I thought what a privilege it is to watch a uh, living thing go take its final swan song. And I actually,
0: you're such an acorn.
1: I, I'm an acorn nut. I'm a nut. And um, so Spheres I. She
0: could make a sandwich with acorns.
1: I think you can. I bet deer do. I think. I think isn't that what's in Nutella? We don't know. I'm not sure, but uh, I I actually wrote uh, I think something. I, think I wrote acorns something.
0: Acorns are poisonous. To eat.
1: They are poisonous to eat, so don't eat them. I, th- I, th- we, we, I think we just, And it also, you have be to, a
0: poison sandwich. A poison. It really would be a sandwich. W i t c h. Wouldn't uh, it, it?
1: would uh, with a bad potion. <laughs> uh, you, you would. You'd be. You'd be uh, uh, daisies up if that were the case. But I did write uh, like some- a
0: dandelion, blown in the wind. dandelion,
1: d-a-n-d-e-l-i-o-n, dandelion. <laughs> I'm a mic drop right now because that, that one, the whole spelling being fourth grade. There we go. I went blind. I was so excited. I thought, man, I am a genius. What the heck? And I totally winged it. I didn't even know how to spell it. It just happened to come out that way. So lucky, lucky me. You're, so, a-
0: you're an incredible wordsmith. Thank
1: you. Thank you. I wish other people noticed that more. Yeah, but I did write it. I wrote I wrote something down for Sean to critique later on. Then later on, okay. so we'll get let,
0: that. Going. Let, let's critique this poem. Let's a critique bit this poem. More. All
1: right,
0: all right. It's not a poem to me that really has some of the poetic qualities, you know, that we've uh, talked about in some of our other poems on the other shows, right? But I do I do like the verbs, and I do like the fact that it starts kind of. It sounds like a joke, doesn't it? A worker comes in to work with the lunchbox.
1: Well, like, yeah, and it's like, and he said to he said to someone, but Sean, I have, a, I've got a question. Is this a poem?
0: Well, that's my question. Not really. Okay. Not really. Well, that's
1: my answer. Yeah. Okay.
0: And I guess we, it's not like we have to talk about a poem that's been that's left true. on the wall. That is we true. We can just talk about anything. That's, that's exactly right. In the museum. broaden
1: our horizons. Yeah.
0: But but I do like mm-hmm. the, the, the verbs and uh, a worker worker comes in and and also the present participle of I am wondering. See that's kinda neat. Because and he could have just said I wondered, I wondered past tense. That's a lot different than I'm saying wondering. I am wondering because it's like it's just he's still wondering. He or she, whoever wrote this, is still wondering. Because still wondering. I am wondering. Yeah. And why? Why why would you care what kind of sandwich this guy had in his I'm thinking
1: box? they might be hungry. Because they were so excited when they wrote a sandwich exclamation point exclamation point two not just one folks two two a sandwich It's like Eureka So but but here, but also Sean, how did the notes a sandwich? because um, either she's, she or he is wondering. So
0: oh it could be pasta or sandwich and it's like that's an either or either or what's what it's an interesting fallacy isn't it? oh I just used the word interesting. Interesting. Yeah, and we used it too many times last time.
1: Well, I used. Uh, I, I'm using. Oh my, my, my inner George Takai is coming out, but uh, I, I don't. This my is, senior
0: English teacher, Mrs. Aker, she would write "interesting" on your paper when she didn't know what else to write.
1: Interesting. <laughs> well, you know, uh, uh, her name. Is, I adopted her, that her, when her, I was her name a teacher. A, her name is Aker or Acorn. So you are. We we have a thread running through this, as a matter of fact.
0: I would do this also when I was teaching, when I didn't really know what to put on someone's paper. I just put interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I'm sorry, former students out there in the well,
1: world. Well, you know, when I when I asked my friends and family to listen to the podcast, I said, whenever I repeat a word, just make it a drinking game <laughs> and just add, have a drink. So we could add interesting to that. So.
0: Okay. Well, everybody's already <laughs> drunk if they're drinking. There we really go. Interesting uh. in the last two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd I like that, even though, like you said, it, it, it's not really a poem. It does have some qualities that I think endear it. And it makes us look at something, you know, in a new way. Because we, I don't really wonder when people walk by with a lunchbox what they have in there. And so why would somebody, you know, there's lots of different possibilities at once. Right. And the speaker is so sure of himself, you know. There's such a, like you said, such a declarative tone.
1: And, and Sean, are lunchboxes a thing of the past? You know, because lunchboxes used to be, when I was younger, oh, I mean, they were collectible in the 50s, oh, yeah. 60s, 70s. They were from Star Trek to Barbie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you, of course, you had the utilitarian lunchboxes that the, uh, you know, the repairman and the uti- cable guy whatever had the right. big metal round dome top lunchboxes. Mm-hmm. But I'm noticing few and fewer were people carrying lunchboxes, yeah. probably even in schools.
0: Yeah, you know. they're usually those little um, padded, you know, insulated kind that people padded. use nowadays and maybe yeah. some of the plastic ones. But the only reason I can think of this was actually left in the museum was we did have, during our exhibit, oh, back in 2016, I think it was, called In the Bones. In the Bones. There was a lunchbox, a black metal lunchbox, one of those really old ones. Right. And there were some bones in it. And so that just must have made this person think about Right.
1: Spurred on their imagination, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And I I, I always thought people that carried lunch boxes were a little bit more affluent than I was a little paper bag guy growing up. You know, when I was in elementary school, it was a paper paper bag and cafeteria a lot of times. Uh That's so sad. Which uh, nowadays, paper paper bags are quite chic. I don't know if you noticed this or not, but they're quite the accessory. I
0: had a Mickey Mouse school bus.
1: Oh my lunchbox! Well, that is quite. Shaped like a school bus. That is quite. I
0: had Goofy and Pluto and all of them on there.
1: And, you are quite. Yeah. You were quite a- affluent.
0: That wasn't my favorite one though. I had a Raggedy Ann and Andy one that I liked even better.
1: And I bet you still wish you had those. I know because they would I do. have evoked memories and you know mm-hmm. all the, uh, and, and and food choices. And speaking of lunchboxes, Sean, I have I have got. I feel like I'm at Show and Tell. I brought something <laughs> for Sean to evaluate, and I brought some actually some things for you, Sean. Okay. And I'm going to pull them out right now, so we're going to get some sound effects.
0: <laughs>
1: it's a brown paper bag, and inside this brown paper bag it's is a pasta
0: sandwich.
1: I have the uh, the inspiration for my oh. for my.
0: Oh, he's got a leaf here. It's a Curled, leave. curled up. Brown and inside
1: leaf. my inside my brown paper bag, I have.
0: Oh my gosh! I have
1: a Snoopy peanuts lunchbox. <laughs> I will take, take my take my word for it.
0: I'll take a picture of this and we'll we'll put it on the website right. along with uh, so, that. Is such a cool lunchbox? So, box. Sean, what
1: do you think is in this lunchbox? Uh, do you think it's, a
0: pasta sandwich? You, a pasta
1: sandwich? I wonder. <laughs> you know, the thing about lunchboxes is you never know what's in them. You never know what's in them. But
0: do you know? Do you know what qualifies as a sandwich, according it, to the the Food and Drug Administration?
1: It would have to be some items between two starch planes of. Or horizontal leavening agent
0: well there's percentages to this too it has to be at least 35 percent cooked meat and no more than 50 percent bread for it to be considered a sandwich by the USDA
1: well I've made many sandwiches that were not actually sandwiches According to that,
0: I know. So My. you're going to have to just change your whole way of looking at a sandwich now, right. if you're going to follow the USDA guidelines. Well, which why would you not want to?
1: There's no reason why. Just I would be not a rebel, I guess. Be a rebel and put one piece of cheese between two pieces of bread. You'll be arrested. Yes, they'll be like, "This is not a sandwich. <laughs> this is an insult." <laughs>
0: What's in that lunchbox?
1: Well, in this lunchbox, you know, like like you're going to ever guess. <laughs> If I can open it, so who knows what's in this lunchbox? But you know, last week Sean's stomach was growling, so I thought, you know what, we're going to eliminate that right now. So I ate,
0: I ate, uh, ate. some oatmeal and some toast before.
1: Okay. before today yeah maybe okay. before, this, well, before
0: now before 11 o'clock
1: well now uh, my stomach cap has to be growling so you pay no attention to that because <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not I promise i won't eat but this everything in here is for for uh, for sean so this is kind of like a gift uh lunch box full of gifts speaking of wonder what's in this uh, lunch so, is
0: that
1: lunch mine too we'll discuss that later he's
0: dissembling but okay. i have
1: i have a sandwich I'm holding a sandwich, I see that. A peanut butter and blueberry jam. Oh, oh my gosh! How does oh, yeah. that sound? That so there is that. Pretty good. Here's a. Can you hear this? This is a bag of small bag of Doritos. <laughs> and to go with the lunch, I have a bottle of wine. Oh, Winter Wonderland Cabernet Sauvignon.
0: Oh, hand that here. There, she, I, she's <laughs>
1: right now, folks, opening. So, um, I also happen to have, of all things, a 1964 package without the bubble gum of a Beatles "Hard Day's Night" bubble gum, five cents. <laughs> <laughs> how cool is that? I also I'm not going to eat that. No, the, the, that gum is long gone. I have a, a, a Valentine with a winter's theme on it, kind of cool. She loves paper ephemera, so that's oh my for gosh. Sean. We're
0: going to have to take photos of all this and so people can see Sean what we're Sean has about. asked
1: me to uh, teach her how to play pitch, a form of like a country style poker. So these, this package of cards was in the cabin. That we have, and it's a it's yes, it's got it looks exactly
0: we, like a Winston. Well,
1: it's got it's got it's a cigarette promotion. Who would yes, have thought?
0: Yes, this is what my dad smoked when we were kids. Oh, um,
1: I, I bought those for my mom when I was ten years old.
0: Yeah, we used to gripe at him, and we're in the backseat of the station wagon.
1: Oh, right
0: down <laughs> the window. And she he, did,
1: he just blew in your face like my mom did.
0: I can't breathe.
1: And I brought a button to go with your Peter Frampton button, oh and it's in a, from 1964, it says I Love the Beatles. Oh, my
0: gosh. We're so, going to have to just rename this episode, Bill Brings Sean Gifts.
1: Well, this we, I thought I thought it, it kind of went with the lunchbox theme. I had to even take out the, the Snoopy thermos because there was too much stuff in here. Oh, yeah, the so Snoopy
0: thermos. Yeah. There folks. was a
1: Snoopy thermos that went in there, too. Folks,
0: I am not getting that lunchbox, I can tell you.
1: Well, she might. <laughs> Christmas is coming. Oh, oh! There's also there's also I'm sorry. There's a little Peanuts character, Charlie Brown.
0: There you go. Oh. Charlie Brown. So, I got a rock.
1: I got a. That always bothered me. Why did the elves give him rocks? That was know. just not right. You not want right.
0: A, you want a taste of
1: this? Yeah, I'll taste it. You don't mind drinking after? No, night? heavens no. Okay. The go. wine the wine kills all the bacteria. <laughs> I had some reindeer Red. Not yesterday. Sometime not day before yesterday. Not bad. Got me in the got me in the Christmas mood. <laughs> Well, oh, yeah, nothing like wine from a plastic
0: bottle. Okay. There we go. So I feel like it's time for jokes.
1: Okay, all right.
0: <clears throat> what do you call a fake noodle?
1: Uh, schnoodle uh, Schnitzer.
0: An impasta. An impasta.
1: Impasta, ah. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> <laughs> impasta.
0: What?
1: You dirty, filthy impasta. <laughs>
0: what? Why did the pasta call up his friend?
1: Why did the pastor call up his friends? Because yes. he wanted to fauna, mac, macaroni fauna.
0: <laughs> Close. Okay. He was feeling cannelloni. Cannelloni.
1: So I'm going to call you on my telephony.
0: <laughs> Why did the woman miss the spaghetti train?
1: Why did the woman miss the spaghetti train? uh because she wanted her her, tor- her tortellini was feeling meany.
0: <laughs> it went straight pasta. It
1: went straight pasta. <laughs> went straight pasta. Oh my.
0: Okay, I just got one more.
1: Okay, all right.
0: What do you call religious pasta?
1: Religious pasta. Mm-hmm. Um, I. Mm, Shall we? I don't Ravi-holy. Ravi, holy, Ravi-holy-holy.
0: Ravi-holy. You all, you all survived those horrible jokes, so get up and dance. Here we go. Here we go. Dun-dun-dun-dun.
1: dun dun dun, dun. dun, 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 dun,
0: dun. <laughs> uh, Half of this wine's already gone.
1: But the bottle was only like about four ounces, everyone, so, you know, it, it isn't like she's just chugging lugging. So. <laughs> but, Sean, I was... Um, I work with you know young young people with developmental challenges, and yes. I was telling them that I was on a podcast, and they said, oh, you're on the radio. And I said, well, you know, not kind of, not really, but um, – and I said, what's it about? And I said, well, it's about poems and writings and this and that. So uh, they each one wrote something that uh, – and they said, what's a poem? And I explained, and they each wrote something. And I, I thought it was going to be related to sandwiches, but it was not. <laughs> but I wanted to get po- Sean's inf- – I want to get your um, uh, thought about what they wrote. Okay. And this is from, I said I'd mentioned his name. This is Charles. Charles wrote, "Universal Guardians origins are more grim than imagined, left wide open for number two. The plot thickens." <laughs> so it's what am I
0: supposed to? Well, say? No, it, what I mean
1: is, is Those like are this, some I, lovely words. I just wonder what they, you know, to me, knowing Charles, I know what this invokes. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he likes his uh, comics and his superheroes and mm-hmm. blah blah. So he was on this tangent. Now, so, Jim wrote me something too. He said he, want, he wanted me to read this so we he could hear it on the radio as he said. I okay. said, so Jim here is yours. Orange and black are the colors of Oklahoma. Green is my birthday color. Ball games and cheerleaders make my life happy. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I like so there that. we get an idea of his interest. <laughs> so he's excited about tomorrow's uh, game and uh, so he wanted to let to be known. And you know he can spot a cheerleader from a ten miles away. That's how we know he doesn't need eyeglasses. So that's
0: yeah. a good one. Yeah.
1: And I will I will read my little melancholic poem, and okay. you know, and it it's it's not. I wanted to get it out. You know, Sean, you you send these, you post these beautiful poems, and I think you probably did that like in five minutes or something like that. It's just amazing. I want to read this, and I'm going to tell you what I titled it, and you're going to just fall on the floor. Okay to detach, to break free, and fall, and flutter, and spin, and arc up and down, and knife roll, plunging, floating, using each breeze and updraft to show off, singularly or in a group. Did you pick this moment to know I was watching, to make your descent like a snowflake? No two trips to earth the same. The final gift you gave did not go unnoticed. So, that was my Strong cup of coffee kicking in when I wrote that, folks. Is that the so title? The title is called. <laughs> see, the title just really just does it, do it justice, but it's so corny I had to do it. The title is called "Belief," two words: B E L E A F. So, I it's, it's not titled. It'll no, just, it'll no, just, it
0: is. It's like it's it's very zen.
1: Very Be zen. Leaf. Be, leaf. Be the leaf. Be the leaf.
0: Be in the moment. Describing a moment. Lost in the moment. Lost
1: in the moment. That's
0: what the poem's about.
1: And you know, and you never know who's watching. Mm-hmm. Never know who's watching. And that's so true. We never know who's listening. Which hope is about one hundred seventy-seven people. Right. Right. Now. right.
0: Well, <laughs> that brings us back to the poem again, because right. you know, like I was saying about this, whoever wrote this is I am wondering. He is in the moment, wondering what is in that lunchbox. What was in that lunchbox that the person brought, and and he decides it's a sandwich it's well, a pasta sandwich
1: but is he did he mean to say or both a pasta and a sandwich or did he mean to purposely combine it to a new food item i
0: think he made a new food i item. think he
1: did too a pasta sandwich
0: because a sandwich is a you know it's a very mundane object and but it's it's something that we all understand and we all know and I, I wanted to also read a poem that has a sandwich in it, and this is a very different type of poem. It is by a poet named Marie Howe. She was the Poet Laureate of New York a couple of times. She's currently the Chancellor of the Academy of American Poets. And the reason why I wanted to read this poem, because it does have a sandwich in it. It's on an entirely different theme, but I, I think you will you will see what I mean by it is a it is an object that is something that speaks to us as humans. Uh, the sandwich, Interesting. The all right. Well, and all just ears. as a little uh, precursor, her in this poem is from the late 80s. In 18, uh, 1989, her brother, John, died of an AIDS-related illness. And then she said, quote, John's living and dying changed my aesthetic completely. And end quote. And so her book called What the Living Do, which came out in 97, was an, uh, about him. And it's, her poems uh, basically talk about the transparent and, and uh, the accessible ways we can look at loss. So this is called The Gate. And I contacted Marie, Miss Howe. And she said it was okay to Oh, how nice! Poem. Yeah. how nice to
1: have her blessing and you to know, be able to mm-hmm. write. The nice. Gate.
0: I had no idea that the gate I would step through to finally enter this world would be the space my brother's body made. He was a little taller than me, a young man but grown himself by then. Done at 28, having folded every sheet, rinsed every glass he would ever rinse, under the cold and running water. This is what you have been waiting for, he used to say to me. And I'd say, what? And he'd say, this, holding up my cheese and mustard sandwich. And I'd say, what? And he'd say, this, sort of looking around. So here very
1: you know so the, and, in other words you're right so this Deep, well it's like this deeply felt. Th- th- yeah. this is you know this is it this is this. you know d- the mundane making rejoicing in just the mundane mm-hmm. this
0: yeah. you know and the connection between and, them mm-hmm. is her memory of this sandwich
1: right right the simple the simple joys of life that mm-hmm. you know are often overlooked Right. often overlooked, like like the leaf that falls from a tree that so many don't notice, but...
0: And see, and that's know. how you're a poet, Bill, and that's what poets do is because they take that thing that we, most of us, just walk by or or eat mm-hmm. <laughs> or, right. um, you know, and we don't notice. We right. don't take the time to see that that life is composed of all of those little mundane things and they can enrich right. us whenever we... Right. We do. We notice
1: it. Yeah, these are the good old days, as they say. And with December first being World AIDS Day, uh, how appropriate is that? You know, she lost her brother. Mm -hmm. A lot of of people, a lot of us have lost people we love. Mm -hmm. How appropriate is that? And how nice that we have you know, her her consent to, to read this. And mm-hmm. I, wouldn't it be wonderful if she listens to this podcast? Well, wouldn't that be great? She said she wanted to. Oh, how so. wonderful. <laughs> you know, yes. So I
0: will definitely email her again oh, and let her know that it's out there. I would love it. Yeah. I appreciate it. And I think that the the sweep of the show, you know, because we were having a little wine and we've got a little funny sort of poem that we that we worked with and uh, had, some, had some good jokes and we had our little lunchbox there. Right, and right. And that can include something as, you know, as tragic, too, mm-hmm. as a, uh, the death of a loved one.
1: Absolutely, because, because isn't that life? Yeah. is isn't that isn't you know life in a lunchbox there's so many things in a lunchbox occur in a lifetime you know the the laughter and I the I like
0: that life in a lunchbox. life in a lunch
1: you know there's another poem you know I'm I'm good for all kinds of uh, inspiration but it's true you're you good
0: inspiration yeah
1: thank you thank you all right
0: <laughs> and inspiration i want to go back to exclamation
1: exclamation on our poem okay.
0: because the title you know it had two exclamation points after it
1: not just one, two.
0: Yeah. So what does that mean? How, how do you feel about exclamation points, Bill?
1: I think they can be overused. <laughs> I think they're misused. Um, I'm never sure why. Is two more powerful than one? You, are you more excited when you use two? Is mm-hmm. three just absolutely ridiculous? And what are you doing?
0: And what if none were there? What if there was no exclamation points it, it, at it,
1: it, it, would, it would have lost its um, zest, its zeal. Its, yes. its, its, it, would, it would have lost its um, umph. Sandwich umph.
0: It is. It is a zesty thing, isn't it? Yeah. It shows. Points. It
1: shows excitement. You know.
0: Excitement. Yes. And do you know when I send people text or even just posting on Facebook or something like that, I'm always thinking about my exclamation points. Oh, do I have you? no doubt.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I when I send you stuff, I'm wondering if I'm spelling it correctly, if it's the pronunciation's correct, because I th- I don't even want to use emojis because I thought she's going to think this is a silly emoji if I do a little no, a, a no, winking no, no, thing. No, no. Okay. Well, I w- then I'll send all kinds of strange things.
0: But. I was just reading this. Um, there's a linguist named Gretchen McCullough, and she's written this book called Because Internet, and it's a grammar. It's a grammar book, and she was talking, and she talks about exclamation points and periods and how a period can be rude. Do you ever think about that?
1: I've never thought of a period being rude. Well, her no. example
0: was if you look, uh, you know, if you text someone and you say, sounds good, period. Hmm. How different that is from sounds good, exclamation point. true. Yeah.
1: True. There's a whole different feeling about that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, have you noticed that when people write <laughs> I'm on a tangent? <laughs> I don't know if it's uh, lately, but when people write how sad it is to lose a pet and they would spell lose with l o o s e yeah. and it happens all the time, people stop it. L o s e is loose. loose. L o o s.
0: Thank you, Bill. I really yeah. that that's a misspelling that really bothers me. Too. Yeah,
1: but um, back back to your point. Yes, uh, I didn't I didn't know punctu- uh, I know texts are so often misinterpreted. Uh, it's most because ine- of the punctuation. It's the most ineffective form of communication. I think yeah. I'm not quite sure, but
0: one yes. of these things she said I really liked too. This Gretchen McCullough, was that. She she encouraged people to use a dash more often. And I love dashes ever since, you know, Emily Dickinson, who. Can you explain what a
1: dash is? Is is that a line in the center? Two hyphens. Two hyphens. Yeah. See, I thought a dash was like a little line in the middle of the.
0: It is a line. Okay. But it's, if you're typing it, you type.
1: Two hyphens. Oh, okay. okay. Type, Two hyphens. A manu- on a manual Two typewriter. Two hyphens. Line, line. Yeah. Dash. I got it. Yeah. Got it.
0: Actually, it's not just a manual typewriter. It's a computer keyboard, too. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. And, well. She well. said, use a dash if you want to avoid sending a me- message that reads as passive-aggressive.
1: Well, I, the, Because the dash is never passive-aggressive. She is the mismanners of keyboard.
0: <laughs> Go for the dash. Go for the dash. It's a safer punctuation mark. It doesn't carry multiple meanings.
1: There we go. And you have uh, I, I, I've learned something. You know.
0: <laughs> now go. there are no dashes in his little poem, but he could have used some. Right. But really, the only punctuation there is a comma. It may have ended with a period, but you can't tell because he ran it off the page. There, he ran out of room for pasta sandwich.
1: And uh, I noticed you use he. So the, the I know I which mean, is which no. I think is interesting because it, you a know sexist
0: thing. no no not at all that. not
1: at all because you know with the other one I thought we thought was a, a, a female a, yeah. a girl yeah. or a woman you know. But this might be a hungry young man.
0: Yeah, it, for all we know. I think he was hungry. He or was else, hungry. Or else, why would he ponder the pasta sandwich?
1: Yeah, the combination of the two—the the carbs and the sandwich—and right.
0: Yeah. Well, I—I I think I'm about to to get some carbs here in a few minutes. Get some That's carbs. You brought me a peanut butter and blueberry jam, jam peanut sandwich, butter sandwich. I could I'm have brought. Try gra- it out.
1: I could have brought grape, but why be mundane? <laughs> blueberries what i brought.
0: We don't want to be mundane. If no. you have to be mundane, put an exclamation point next to it.
1: Right. Or dash.
0: <laughs> yeah, <You laughs> a dash is even better. <laughs> right. Okay, right. i think i think we've we've talked all around the the pasta sandwich. Pasta sandwich. And, and,
1: the, and everyone's hungry now. Yeah, and it's lunchtime.
0: So let's eat. And all right. Thank you all for listening. wackypoemlife.com. Bon appétit. See you next time.